Most people want the better things in life. They want to eat healthier. They want to exercise more consistently. They want to have better finances. They want healthier relationships. We all want the things that improve our life, right? And most people have this knowledge. They know in their heads exactly what the actions that they need to do to get to the other side. And yet most people stay stuck in their backwards motion because they think that all they need to do is to change their actions. So they try to change their actions, but when they do, it doesn't work. And they may try again and eventually give up. So on today's episode, we are going to answer the question, why is it that when I know what I'm supposed to do to improve my situation, why am I constantly going backwards? The answer is powerful. It involves a Ferris wheel, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Before we get started, I want to take a moment just to say thank you for being here. Acknowledge that you're here listening to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. Because I know the journey to better health can be a struggle sometimes. And I want to give you a shout out for taking that step in the right direction. Earlier this summer, there was a carnival in the next town over and the Reagan years were playing. Now, if you haven't heard of them, they're an 80s cover band and they play all over my region. I hadn't seen them before, so I was super excited to go to the carnival slash concert. It also meant stepping out of my comfort zone and going by myself. Okay, side tangent. Why is it that when I was married, I did all the things by myself all the time and I didn't think anything of it. And now that I'm single, I'm like, oh, that's a little scary, right? And, you know, hello, small town. So I figured I'd run into people that I knew. Anyway, so I go by myself. And once I was there, I was totally fine doing my thing. First stop was the merry-go-round because, you know, that's where we all go first, right? So I am super excited to get on the merry-go-round, to jump on the little horse, and to go around to do the thing. So I'm waiting my turn, and I noticed there's a sign that said there was a weight limit, like a weight, as in how heavy you can be to ride the horse. It was 90 pounds. And I'm like, oh, man, because I weigh, yeah, a few more than 90 pounds. So instead of sitting on the horse, I ended up sitting on that bench thing that they have on the ride instead. And yes, even though I'm a gratitude coach, and yes, even though I'm 51 years old, I could still be a little disappointed that I didn't get to ride the horsey on the merry-go-round. All right, so next up is the Ferris wheel. And I'm all excited to ride the Ferris wheel, and I'm standing there and by myself, and I'm waiting my turn. And Carnival Dude was like, you can't ride by yourself. And he pointed to the sign that said, no single riders. (sighs) Okay, when did the Carnival get so many rules? I mean, back in the day, Back in the day, those rides, they were held together by loose bolts and there were no rules and we didn't care. All right, so now there's a little bit of frustration setting in. I mean, I'm by myself and I'm fine. I'm having a good time, but I'm still by myself. And now I can't ride on the horsey thing on the merry-go-round and now I can't ride on the Ferris wheel. 
And I mean, I get it. It was probably like a weight distribution thing or something. So this family comes up and they had two kids and these kids were literally like a centimeter above the height requirement. So they were just tall enough to ride and they were riding together. So I asked the mom, like, can I ride with her? Figuring she was going to get on with the kids. And she was like, oh, H-E double hockey sticks. No, I'm not getting on that thing, but you can ride with my kids. Okay. I know I'm a trustworthy person. I raised a stepson since he was five years old. I was a Boy Scout mom and a merit badge counselor. And I work for one of those three-letter federal government agencies they make TV shows about. I passed all kinds of background checks and did all the things. And yeah, small town USA, but stranger danger, people, stranger danger. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, 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 go ahead. Okay. So once I got up on the Ferris wheel, I knew why she did not think twice of sending stranger danger up there with her kids. Oh my goodness. Those were the scariest five minutes of my life. And this is coming from someone who survived chemo. I mean, seriously, there's surviving chemo and then there's the Ferris wheel. Here's the thing. And this is why I wanted to share this topic today and this story because it is going somewhere, I promise. The Ferris wheel was only scary when it stopped. When it was in motion, everything was smooth and I felt safe. Well, I mean, as safe as one could feel being, what, 100 feet up in the air with nothing but a loosely held metal bar between you and your imminent death. But it didn't matter if we were going forwards or backwards. The ride was smooth. But it was when we stopped that things got real. That seat that we were in, it just naturally started to rock from the motion of us stopping. And then it wasn't just that. Both of the kids wanted to look around, which made the seat rock even more. So every time we stopped, I am literally telling myself, I'm using the things that I teach my clients, like telling myself I'm safe and I'm tapping. And I'm focusing on my breath. I'm doing the things because that seed was not good. And I was scared to death. I mean, I'm not scared of heights, but this was pretty scary. And probably why mom was down there on the ground while stranger danger is 100 feet up in the air with her kids. Here's the thing. Our brain works like that Ferris wheel. It likes to be in motion. It likes to know that it's going a certain way because it helps us to feel comfortable and safe. Our brain's one and only job is to keep us alive and safe. I guess that's actually two jobs. But everything in our brain does is because of these functions. All right, so let's take nutrition as an example. We all know we're supposed to eat healthy, right? And yet we constantly reach for the bag of chips or the pretzels or the candy or the ice cream. It is like a magnet that pulls us to these foods and it's automatic. We don't even think about it. Or if we're on the quote-unquote healthier side, we naturally reach for the fruits and the veggies as snack food. We say no thank you when birthday cake is served at the office party. And again, it's automatic. It doesn't matter if we're going forwards or backwards with healthy eating. As long as we are in motion, our brain is happy. But when we stop, When we have those unhealthier activities and we're trying to make the changes to become healthier, our brain is out of its comfort zone. Our brain is the Ferris wheel that stopped at the top and it's rocking back and forth in sheer terror. It's screaming to carnival dude to just move the darn thing. I don't care which direction we go, just move it and move it now. I am not a happy camper when we're stopped. 
So our brain will do anything, and I mean anything, to get us in motion again so that it can feel safe, even if it's going backwards. Because going backwards feels safer than being stopped at the top and rocking. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's constantly eating processed foods or being in a toxic relationship or how you handle your finances or dealing with past trauma. And yes, that even includes when you're living with a chronic health condition. Our brain would rather keep us in that backward motion rather than stopping at the top of the Ferris wheel and rocking. Because that backward motion, that's our homeostasis. It's safe. It's comfortable. Even if it's not what's the best for us. And that's one of the reasons why it is so difficult to change your habits. All right, here's the kicker. If that backward motion is putting us into the sympathetic state, our stress state, this is when the amygdala hijacks our brain and we do not make good decisions. So let me ask you. When you're stressed, do you automatically reach for comfort food or do you reach for something healthy? When you don't get a good night's sleep, do you still work out in the morning? Are you just like, you know what? I'm just going to exercise tomorrow. When you're angry, are you kind to people or do words come out of your mouth that you later regret? So now these poor decisions are going to be in alignment with that backward motion and it's just going to perpetuate the cycle. And we're like, hey, I need to change these habits. I need to change my situation. We stop that backward motion and we try to go forward. We're on that stop Ferris wheel, 100 feet in the air, rocking back and forth, and we do not feel safe. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? All right, let me ask you this, because I hear all the time in my community, because I know you're smart. I know you invest a lot of time in learning about your health. This is the one commonality that I see across the board, which is awesome. But let me ask you, when you read the books and listen to the podcast and attend the free summits, are you making the changes? And if you are, are they sticking? Are you seeing noticeable improvements in your health or your life? Because you know this stuff. I know you know this stuff. So why aren't you seeing real lasting results? It's because when you try to make the changes, Your brain is 100 feet up in the air at the top of the Ferris wheel and it is rocking back and forth and it is scared to death and it is screaming a carnival dude to just move backwards so it can feel safe again. The good news, the best news is that once you get past the phase of your brain at the top of the Ferris wheel, once your brain starts wiring together all the stuff on the healthier side of your life, you're never gonna go back. Those neurons that fire together, wire together. And once those shifts are made, you're now moving in the right direction. And that ripple effect of everything in your life. All right, so how do we do this? How do we actually help our brain to get past the stage at the top of the Ferris wheel? Okay, it is gonna require a few things. Number one, to change your identity. Number two, to change your belief system. Number three, to change your actions and habits. And then number four, to change your environment. All right, that sounds like a lot. And I know it's also going to require taking responsibility for your life and your health. And it's also going to require discipline. And here's the thing. Most people, they want to be on the other side. Most people, they have the knowledge. They know in their heads exactly what the actions that they need to do to get to the other side. And yet, most people stay stuck in their backwards motion because they think that all they need to do is to change their actions. And then when they do, it doesn't work. And then they give up. So if you want to make permanent changes in your life, it is going to require working through that stage 
of being stuck at the top of the Ferris wheel, rocking back and forth. Being uncomfortable, and yes, depending on the situation, even a little scary. That is why I am such a strong advocate for having a coach to help you get through this. A good coach knows how to help you through this uncomfortable and even scary stage. A good coach will help you to collapse time for you so that you can get through it quickly. You don't have to ride the Ferris wheel alone. And if you want to learn more, if you want to learn the step-by-step process that I take my students and my clients through to get to the other side, then I invite you to register for my upcoming masterclass. It's called Navigating Difficult Times, and it's totally free to join. You can register at pinkfortitude.com slash difficult times, and the link is also in the show notes. And if you already know that you want to make those changes and you're committed to investing in yourself, then I encourage you to consider private coaching so that you can get to your results faster. Go to gratefulwarriorcoaching.com to learn more and fill out the application to start your process. And the link to that is also in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. I'm here to help you get to the other side. Let's ride that Ferris wheel together. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast. And I'll see you next week. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that like, oh shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. 
The link is also in the show notes.